Hello everyone and welcome back to the bonus content series of Reasons for Recovery. So I hope you all have been well. Um, last week I kind of gave you guys just like an introduction of what to expect with this series, um, who you might be seeing on here, what they'll be talking about, and stuff like that. And today we're going to finally get into the nitty gritty of this uh, content and Please um, just ignore the background noises if you hear, like, cars passing by. I'm recording this um, in my car, so (laughs) you might hear, like, some traffic or something um, in the background while I'm talking. But um, anyways, I'm going to be um, introducing you guys my very first guest that's going to be joining us for this uh, bonus content series. Um, Like I said, there's going to be four uh, guests that are going to be... Uh, giving you guys some outsider perspectives on what it's like to know somebody with an eating disorder and what they've done to help and uh, what it's their advice of what you can do um, if you know somebody with an eating disorder that you're not really sure how to handle it. Um, So today we're going to be starting off with our first guest, uh, my very own sister-in-law. Her name is Allie and um, she's amazing. She's been in my life since... I want to say 2016. Uh, She married my brother in 2017. So I've I've known her for quite a while. And she is more like a sister to me rather than a sister-in-law. You know, she's kind of like the sister I've never had because I only have a brother. So um, yeah, she's going to be coming on today and answering some questions for you guys. And like I mentioned in the previous episodes, Every guest that comes on will be answering the same questions, but of course they're going to be giving it from different perspectives and different relationships that they share with me. So for this episode, Allie is a family member of mine, so we're going to be seeing the perspective of what it's like to know a family member with an eating disorder and how you can help a family member um, if they tell you that they are struggling with an eating disorder. So to give you some background on Allie before... I let her answer these questions. She is a registered nurse, and uh, she's also got a bunch of other medical titles that I'm not really sure uh, which ones they are, but like, I think she's a doula, and um, I think she's something else also. Like, she's got a lot of medical titles in her name. I'll put it in the description when I'm um, writing up this episode and everything, um, but she's, she's very knowledgeable on medical history and stuff like that. And one big thing that uh, made me want to bring her on this podcast is that she's been a very big help in my life ever since I started my journey in recovery. Um, The biggest moment that has stuck out with me after all these years is um, the first time I went back home after I had got out of the hospital. Um, Since, you know, she's a nurse and everything, um, I gave her my blood work Um, that I got my first initial blood work um, that I had when I was in the hospital. And it was like 10, 12 pages long, full of stuff that I had no idea what any of it meant. Um, And she willingly uh, took it and wrote down what every single reading on that um, report meant. So like she went through like 10 to 12 pages of blood work and told me what every single thing on that piece of paper meant, which was fascinating and it was honestly one of the biggest things that stuck out to me because it helped me understand so much like it was such a good thing that I got help because if those numbers on that blood work were any worse then of course it would be really really bad for me 
And she was kind of like the first person that really helped me put it into perspective of how bad it had gotten and why it was so important that I was seeking help and why it was such a necessity that I was doing the things that I was doing um, in order to recover. So she really helped me put it into a perspective like from a medical sense that, you know, the stuff on my blood work was not good and it was a very good thing that I was seeking help. And that's another um, big thing about her. She is very, uh, very good at showing you the reasons for everything and the good out of everything and why if you did this good thing it would help you stray away from this really bad thing Um, and she's very very good with that she's honestly like a motivational speaker to me she has such great intellect on certain things and certain perspectives that I've never like really understood or thought about Um, when she answered these questions that I'm about to um, give her she really put it into a perspective um, that I have never looked at for an eating disorder. She really, like, she kind of dug into how an eating disorder has always been there ever since the start of mankind, and I've never really looked at it that way, but if that's something you're really interested in knowing more about, she really dives into it with these questions that I gave her. So I'm going to go ahead and stop talking and go ahead and let her answer these questions for you guys. So I gave her four questions, and I'm giving all of my guests these exact same four questions. So the first question was, what is it like to know somebody that has an eating disorder or is actively struggling in an eating disorder? What is it like? <sighs> um, I would say that it's disheartening. Um it's a present and tangible representation of the sin from the garden. And if you know the story, Eve didn't have a great relationship with food. Uh, She was tempted to stray away from the healthy, nutritious, and the life-giving food that she had the freedom to eat. Uh, And instead, she chose to partake of the food that was told to her would cause her death. Um, So she chose what was unhealthy, uh, even deadly for her. And in that moment, her body, even though nothing had physically changed about her body, her body went from being one she was proud to walk in uh, to being one that she was ashamed of. Um, So it affected her perception of herself and her body. And ever since then, I feel like humans have struggled with their relationship with food. Um, Food here can be any low-hanging addiction or temptation that we partake in. Um, But specifically uh, for this podcast, it, it is talking about actual food. The second question was, how have you helped in somebody's journey through eating disorder recovery? Outside of me being a registered nurse and knowing how to interpret specific labs, I feel like I've been the most helpful uh, to those with an eating disorder as a prayer warrior or someone who's able to ask hard questions. I mean, I think it's imperative to note here that disordered eating is much deeper and has to do with something much bigger than food and or the way we perceive our bodies. 
um, most often it stems from a desire to control. You know, when life seems chaotic, uh, when we feel misunderstood or abandoned, or when everything around us is changing in ways that maybe we wish they weren't. We like to grasp those areas in our lives where we feel like we can control the outcome. And disordered eating is um, one way that this does show up. Um, And when we can hold this truth within ourselves, it gives a good foundation for helpful and beneficial discussions that are beyond the realm of caloric intake or a number on the scale, but instead deep heart issues. The next question that I asked her is, what do you think is the best thing to say to somebody who confides in you and tells you that they are actively struggling with an eating disorder? Again, I think that just bringing awareness to the complexity of it is helpful. The person who is struggling with the eating disorder may not even fully understand or be in a place to receive that it might not really be about food. Um, So control, abandonment, insecurity, unworthiness, these are identity struggles. It's where the tension shows up between who we believe we are or who we are told we are from others versus who Jesus says that we are in him. See, we all tell ourselves a story about ourselves. And when God gives us a life that challenges what we believe about ourselves, we either succumb to who we thought we were or we rise to who he says that we are. And I don't know that there's any specific thing uh, to say other than to direct conversation back to the source. And a lot of times that source is that we're believing lies about ourselves rather than believing what we're told in scripture about our true identity. And the last question that I asked her is for any of those who are listening right now that have a family member, a spouse, or a relationship of some sort, or in this case, if someone has a family member out there that is actively struggling, what is the best advice that you could give that person who has that other person in their life that is struggling with an eating disorder? Ask them about it. Don't ignore it um, or act like it's not there. Hold space for these hard conversations because that is crucial. And if they're a believer, ask them questions that help direct their gaze back to the one who has named them, the one who tells them who they really are. Pray for them, encourage them, celebrate efforts towards recovery, and cry with them when they fall. I mean, it's a journey without a map, right? The landscapes and the terrains are unknown. So have grace and show them how to have grace with themselves. All right, so there you guys go. There is um, Allie's perspective of what it's like to know a family member with an eating disorder and how she has helped out um, with anybody that has an eating disorder that she knows of. Um, so very great advice. I hope you guys learned something from this and kind of understood her perspective on what it's like. Um, and of course, next week I'll be back with another guest, uh, that will give their own perspective of what it's like to know someone with an eating disorder. 
Um, So yeah, that's all I have for you guys for this episode. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed and learned something from it. If you need me for anything, my Instagram and my email is down in the description for you to use if you'd like to contact me. There are also some hotlines and websites available with some other content that you might uh, need if you are struggling with an eating disorder or if you need to reach out for professional help. Um, Because, of course, I'm not a professional. Uh, My sister-in-law, Allie, is a nurse, but she's not an eating disorder coach or an eating disorder professional of any sort. Um, So... If you need someone that is like an actual medical professional for that specific, you know, division, then reach out to those contacts down in the description um, because they are definitely there to help you. Uh, But like I said, that's all I have for you guys. Um, I'll see you next week and remember to stay safe and healthy.